Monday always takes forever. Yeah. That's just, uh, that's just life. I'm sorry. I was dragging. No, I, I, I think you were doing great. I feel like Monday went really well. It just took yeah, a Yeah, it went time. pretty well. Okay. It was a great episode. <clears throat> you ready? Yeah, I think we're really good at podcasting, John. Okay. I think this is finally, we're finally getting the hang of this. Spreadsheet has, still has the Monday strip, even though it's on... It's not for me, on, but... Uh, it, shows, it shows the Tuesday that's strip. That's fine. I have the strips pulled up. I didn't even need to mention it. That's fine. Hello, and welcome into Being Jim Davis Fast Episode, the podcast that has inside jokes and places most podcasts don't even have places. My name is Jonathan Gibson, and I am Jim Davis. My name is Christopher Winter, not interrupting, and I'm Jim Davis. Chris, it's Monday, January 10th, 1983, and today we are reading the 1,667th ever Garfield strip. What happens today in Garfield? Right you are, John, and today's fabulous episode of Garfield, panel two is pretty sweet. Evergreen, evergreen synopsis. Oh, did I say Monday? Did I read the I wrong wasn't date? listening. I, I think I read the wrong was date. Not, I was not listening. Did you say I, it was Monday? Yeah, because it's, uh, like, I mm-hmm. said the spreadsheet still has the old strip on it, and then I was like, mm-hmm. nah, it's not going to throw me off. I'm fine. And then I think I read, yeah, I'm pretty sure I, I said it was Monday, January. Well, well, so much for being Jim Davis' fast episode. That's oh. not going to Man, you know, you make a plan. You yeah. make a plan, Chris. Uh-huh. And then it just goes out the window. Yeah. Oh, real life just shits all over your plan. That's how it works. <laughs> all right. It's um, Tuesday. It's January 11th, uh-huh. 1984. And mm-hmm. today, yep. Yep. That's right. That's right. Yep. 1980. Okay. <laughs> no. It's no, a no, day no, no. in time. It's 1983. <laughs> 1,668. Uh, okay. All right. Let's do this. All right. So John, three... the, fortunately, the answer to your question for either day is... yeah. Panel two is pretty sweet. Yeah. Because that it really is an evergreen All right, three panels. Standard okay. countertop position. Garfield okay. is sitting up on his haunches instead of, like, being more horizontal. Mm-hmm. John, very proud of something. Yeah. It looks like he's... Okay, so he's getting to the end of a story, it looks like. Or an anecdote? <laughs> yeah, it seems like an anecdote. Really... Okay. Yeah, like... I, I really wish there were an ellipsis at the beginning here to uh-huh. indicate that this has been going on for a while. That would be great. So I say to this clerk, look, if the whole bunch of bananas is 54 cents, why can't I have one for six cents? And Garfield looks on impassively. Mm -hmm. This is a great... uh, Honestly, John? Yeah. I would love to hear the rest of this anecdote. That doesn't... Does the math even work on that? It depends how many bananas are in the bunch, doesn't it? Well, a bunch is eight, isn't it? No, a bunch is just however many however many are in that bunch. A bunch isn't a specific number. It's both. What are you talking about? Isn't, this is possibly <laughs> the angriest I have ever been at you. Isn't, isn't a bunch like a generic term for a group and also specifically eight? Isn't it both of those things? I have never heard the insane insane conspiracy minded this is the craziest thing i've ever heard this is what are you talking about what are you talking about you're saying that a bunch of bananas can both both means both eight bananas and look if you're going to get this excited are connected together if you're going to get this excited i 
I retract my statement. Let's just not talk about this. No, I'd really, you know, I love to learn. If it's, is it true? I'm I not, don't know. I'm not That's what seeing... I was told. Who told you that? I don't know. This is, did you see this on Fox News? Look, you get a bunch of bananas. It'll usually be about eight. Like I mean, ab- about eight. It could like, be five. Yeah, it could be depends five. On the si- it depends on the well, size depends of the bananas, how many, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? It depends on the size of the banana. Yeah, it depends on the really the diameter of the banana more than anything You get else, those little... Right? Oh, yeah, the girth yeah, of the banana. The girth, yeah. <laughs> it's you get those uh, little finger bananas. You ever take, you ever a, take a banana bunch. and split it into thirds lengthwise? You ever do that? I have done that it's before, fun. yeah. It's fun. I like you that ever you do can the do thing, that. You ever More do that thing, do that. You ever do that thing where you take a needle and thread and use it to slice the banana inside the peel? And then somebody else opens the banana and it's been pre-sliced and they're like, what witchcraft is this? That's pretty awesome. Yeah. I learned about that on the old show, Mr. Wizard. Remember Mr. Wizard? I do remember Mr. Wizard. That was a great in retros- show. Yeah, in retrospect, I'm not sure why he taught that trick. There was, yeah. was no science involved in that. It's just like, hey, look what you can do with it, some thread and a banana. All right. Um, apparently, I, apparently, this is total fake news. I, 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 I really thought this was a thing. I so have I not retract seen. That. Yeah, I, I, I can't see anything about about a bunch of bananas being a specific number. Yeah. I thought, and, I mean, I, I like because mm-hmm. of the way John's question is phrased, like it really uh-huh. sounds like he's doing math. Uh, it, I mean, it does. Yeah. You know, I mean, like it looks like he's talking about nine, right? Yeah. It looks Six as times if nine he, is 54. Yeah, like, like the, like Maybe? that bunch, specific bunch of bananas. Like I've been out of school bananas. for yeah. many years now. I'd, no, you're correct. I it's feel impossible like you were, for us to know what six times nine is. You were, he- you, you hit the nail on the head, John. <laughs> Because the digits add up to nine. That's how you know. That's how you know. That's how that works. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't know. I but I, I would have liked to hear this whole anecdote from John Arbuckle. Yeah, quite honestly. Yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, in, pan, in panel two, and I like send us two send in your 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 uh, your panel one submissions. Mm-hmm. What you think? Uh, the, the, We'd the like to hear about this banana was. story. Yeah, yeah. I mean, presumably the banana story was like. The clerk was like, no, you have to buy the whole bunch, motherfucker. Yeah. Uh, 54 cents seems like a good price for nine bananas. Yeah. I know so it's 1983 and everything. In the anecdote, do you think John like went up to the front with a single banana and nothing else? <laughs> I guess. Also, like most like, stores, bananas are priced by weight. Like mm, you can buy however, whatever yeah, number of yeah. bananas you want. Hmm. I guess this is before um, this is before the banana market in Indiana had been deregulated. This is clearly meant to be a boring story, but I feel like it's I feel fascinating. Like there's, there's I so really many want to know about unanswered this questions here. It's a lot going on. Why did he just want one banana? Like, when do you ever just <laughs> want one banana? Yeah, well, you know, uh, you know, maybe he's maybe he wasn't just shopping. Maybe there was some kind of emergency. Maybe going on like and like he only had a dime were... in his pocket and he needed a banana to do like an emergency tracheotomy or something. That'll happen. That'll happen. Still, like maybe you know you can take the other bananas home, even if they're overripe. Yeah. You could make a smoothie. Not if all he has is a dime. Mm, that's a good point. He yeah. only has money for one banana. Yeah, I think in that situation you just be like, "Look, this is life or death. I'm taking this banana." Yeah. Like. Yeah. Try and stop you me. Know, come at I'll, me. I'll clerk. come back and pay for it. Yeah. You know, or if you want to 
call the cops, you know. Here's another it's life wrinkle. or death. I gotta do it an emergency tracheotomy. Gotta do a tracheotomy with a banana. John, here's one more wrinkle uh-huh. on this this anecdote John Arbuckle is relating in panel one of today's Garfield. Yeah, yeah. In which he saves someone's life mm-hmm. using a banana to perform an emergency tracheotomy. His, yes. His the person he's speaking with in this anecdote is identified as this clerk. Yeah. Is that what you call the person at like a supermarket or a, a convenience store or whatever? Is that person a clerk? I think of yeah. a clerk. Okay. Yeah. I guess I, so. Like I, I think it's of that more, person it's as more a appropriate cashier. In retail, but it's fine. See, I think of that person as a cashier. To me, like if this is a clerk, okay, sure. But if you were in, if you were at the grocery shut up, store, no, shut up now. And if, someone was like, "Oh, you go get the bananas. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go talk to a clerk up front." Like they're not, you're not gonna be like, "Don't you mean a cashier?" Like no, no, a clerk I mean, is a clerk. It's fine. I guess I might say that if I'm being an asshole, um, which I always am. I guess when you say clerk, I imagine. Uh-huh the kind of like a specialty banana shop where you talk to the clerk about the kind of banana you're looking for and they bring different bananas out from the back to show you and like Mm -hmm. you have you try on you know yeah 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 yeah. you always want to try on the different bananas you gotta see how you look see how you see how your fruit hat looks with different bananas yeah uh in the movie my cousin Vinny. <laughs> I was so close to getting With back Joe to Pesci. Garfield. Go on. Sure. And Marissa Tomei. Marissa Tomei. Yeah. Classic film. Many other fine character actors. Uh-huh. Classic film and also apparently how Rudolph Giuliani learned also, about the legal profession. <laughs> like one of like one of the most accurate uh, mm-hmm. movies in terms of like how the law is presented, mm-hmm. which I, I which always is- enjoy. Well, it's a good thing. Du- I mean, Giuliani really did reference yeah. my cousin Vinny yeah, he as did. a point of law. During the- <laughs> uh, part of the the plot turns on the uh, one of one of the characters, uh, like when because they they confuse them for the people that actually murdered the convenience store. Sure, sure. Clerk. I've seen the I've I've seen the movie. Yeah, my cousin yeah. Vinny. It's like a Seven Eleven or something. No, it's not. It's a sack of suds. So in the sack of yeah. suds, uh-huh. that that's like basically like a grocery store, right? I, I think it's a so, store yeah, where there are like groceries. A, like, yeah, it's also it's a gas like a station. Gen, general yeah, that store. Per, that kinda. person's clearly a clerk. Is that person? And then they're a clerk? like, "At what point did you shoot the clerk?" And he's like, "I shot the clerk. I shot the clerk." And then they read it out, and it's later, and it's like, "I shot the clerk." Mm, but he didn't actually. No, shoot no, the no. Clerk, what John. he said okay, was, that's the, "I shot that's, the clerk." I feel like that's okay. I feel like what you're missing is that he didn't actually shoot the clerk. He was repeating that. He sort said, of in "I astonishment. shot the clerk." <laughs> he was repeating it in astonishment. But they transcribed it as, I shot the clerk. But he was really like, I shot the clerk? Yeah. Like that. But they all agree that it's a clerk. And then the next time he was being super sarcastic, he was like, I shot the clerk. (laughs) I shot the clerk. (laughs) I shot the clerk. I shot the clerk. (laughs) I shot the clerk. (laughs) I shot the clerk. (laughs) John, in panel two... Or he's like Garf- holding a camera and he's Love. like, yeah, I shot the... Okay, sorry. 
says <laughs> he walks into the. He's like, he does that. Yeah, he does he's that only, thing with his. He makes a square the with his fingers. Crank. He's, he's, he's like, he says hey, to the clerk, like, "I'm gonna put you in pictures." Giving a deposition while spinning it, like turning the crank on a camera. John, I'm so conflicted right now because part of me wants to just get this shit over with and talk about the Garfield. And the other part of me wants to just have a conversation about that whole sequence about how long it takes to cook grits. Oh, I really enjoyed so that part about how so long good. it takes to cook grits. So good. And the part where he's like, they're going through the photographs with the, mm-hmm. the you know, yeah. lady with the glasses. Sure. He's like, what are these things right here? <laughs> what are these bushy <laughs> like, They're counting the bushes. And he's like, <laughs> what don't forget this one and this one. <laughs> what, are, what about these green leafy things over here? <laughs> like, are those are uh, leaves? Yeah, leaves, oh. right. <laughs> Rock, rocks and stuff. Oh, okay, rocks and stuff. Two youths, Chris. John, if we had, instead of Garfield, if we had chosen to record a podcast about the movie My Cousin Vinny, a would have been more enjoyable experience. Would it remain e, a daily ep- a daily? Yeah, podcast? one episode and you're done. One and done. Ah. Did they make any sequels to My Cousin Vinny? No, thank God. Although he Are, did do uh, uh, Joe Pesci did release an album of like lounge songs in uh, as performed by uh, Vincent Laguardia Lambini. I think. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, that's hilarious. Gambini, John. I'm just going to read to you from the sequels subsection of the Wikipedia article, My Cousin Vinny. Oh, no, okay, you're safe. You're safe. Uh, There's there's a proposed film in an interview on March 14th, 2012. The film screenwriter, blah, 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 told about a sequel he had written involving Vincent Gambini practicing law in England. Oh, Oh that would have been a lot of fun. Unfortunately, Marissa Tomei dropped out the studio, blah, 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 blah. Project was shelved. It's a real shame. It's a real shame. Can you imagine if they tried to do it now? I would have loved to watch, like, my barrister, Vinny. Um, (laughs) What if if instead of The Irishman, Uh we'd gotten a sequel to My Cousin Vinny? I would have loved that. But, like, with the same uh, de-aging technology on Joe Pesci? Never watched The Irishman, either. Um, Mm, You shouldn't. Now, John, there's good news for you you if you're a lover of My Cousin Vinny. There was also a novel series. In 2017, author mm. Lawrence Kelter began a My Cousin Vinny novel series with Back to Brooklyn, which is intended to be in the spirit of the Thin... Oh, it's in the Thin Man spirit. I like that. Oh, yeah. Uh, setting updated to contemporary times, blah, blah, blah. Further cases of Vincent Gambini with Mona Lisa operating as his investigator, blah, 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 blah. Uh, novelization, first sequel, third book. Winging a prayer, public. Uh, I don't really care. Mm. Anyway, oh, and there's the album Lane we talked Smith. About. That was the guy I was trying to remember. I love. I just learned that Vinny's middle name is LaGuardia. The uh, opposing LaGuardia counsel, Gambini. who was also Perry White mm-hmm. on uh, Lois and Clark. Mm-hmm. Never saw one. that. They're the same size and John. model tire. <laughs> I love that guy. <laughs> John in panel two. <laughs> We should do an aside about My Cousin Vinny every week. What a great I mean, movie. It was a pretty good movie. I, okay, here's it's the thing. Pretty, here's the thing. Pretty good movie. It's pretty good. Here's the thing. Yeah. I haven't actually seen the movie My Cousin Vinny since oh, really? the oh. 1990s, at least. Like, maybe I saw it in the theater when it came out in 1992. Yeah. 
it's possible that if I watched it today, I would be like, this is garbage. No, no, no. I don't know. Does it hold up? We, yeah, we, we, we watched it last summer during quarantine. Okay. (laughs) As opposed to now during quarantine. Yeah. Now during quarantine. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, it's it, it definitely it holds, holds up. up. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm glad. Ladies and, and I'll gentlemen, reiterate, like I've heard lawyers say this, like it is mm-hmm. like one of the most accurate movies in terms of like like all the courtroom stuff. Mm. Like there's there's no like bullshit. Like there's no like totally uh-huh. made up bullshit. Like there like surprise witness most, or whatever. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Each more surprising than the last. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. John, in panel two of today's Garfield, mm-hmm. Garfield the cat leans forward mm-hmm. and shushes John Arbuckle by placing his right paw over John Arbuckle's mouth. I'll remind you, John was relating a story about a contretemps he had with a clerk about the price of bananas or whether he could only buy one banana or whatever. <laughs> it's, unclear. it's unclear what this person was a clerk at. Um. And John Could Garfield, be a sack of suds. Yeah. The best thing about this panel, <laughs> the best thing about this panel is two things. Number one, there's no dialogue. No dialogue, yep. The, the visuals stand on their own. Number two, Garfield and John are just looking each other in the eye, something fierce. The mm-hmm. the tension between those two is, gar- like, and they're both, they're not tense, you know, like they yeah. both are superficially very relaxed, but the violation of putting your hand over someone's mouth or your paw is, is a great mm-hmm. panel. I yeah, really, it's really good. Enjoy I, this lo- panel. I really like how John doesn't react physically yeah. at all. Yeah, yeah. This is great. Yeah, it's like his 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 only concern is finishing this anecdote. <laughs> he, what, which, did the, did which, the patient survive, Mister Arbuckle? That's what I want to know. Yeah, spoiler alert to listeners, we never learn what whether did you John... What the peel? Like, does the clerk allow John to buy one banana for six cents? We never learn! Because all, John... all he has is a dime to his name. It's, it's possible that this is like in a Gene Wolfe novel, where like three years later, there's a throwaway line in a different strip, where we learn that John was able to buy the banana for six cents. But it's like you have to really read between the lines to even note, realize that. I, I prefer that. to think that he, he absconded with it, and he's mm-hmm. been on the lam ever since. It's possible. Yeah. We have no... Like, we, won't, we don't know yet. We'll just always have to wonder until mm. it's revealed. Mm. Uh, panel three, I don't know. It's fine. Um, John is saying, don't you want to hear how the story came out? Garfield is now walking away. Like, he's done a little mm-hmm. spin around, and he's walking away on all fours, and he's thinking... Tell it to your plants, which is nice. an okay yeah. line, I guess. But yeah, mm. yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it's not a. It, it doesn't live up to the hype of panel two. Panel yeah. two is it great. It doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't take away from the the height of panel two either, though. Mm. You know, like it's still know, a pretty lot, good strip. A lot overall. of times, a panel three will completely spoil a decent mm-hmm. panel two. Yeah, that's not the case here. There's, there's, yeah, there, you know, panel two is great. Panel three is bleh. It's fine. Yeah. I I would go even further, John. Panel one is great. Panel two raises Mm -hmm. the stakes. Yeah. Panel three doesn't. Yeah. It like it doesn't it doesn't bring it all home. It doesn't cast leaves the runners on base. It was written by panels one and two. But it's still it is still overall an enjoyable strip. Now 
we've been talking about this Garfield for far too long and should end the episode. Oh, yeah. Uh, but as you know, every Tuesday oh. we reach into the Being Jim Davis mailbag. Oh. John, we received uh, listener feedback from listener Dave. <laughs> and, uh, Dave provides there goes his listening email. Dave. <laughs> it, I mean, it is. Always listening. Listening Dave, you know. Dave, we finally learned listening Dave's email address, which I'm going to read <laughs> on air. <clears throat> Dave at safenetexperts.com. Okay. Dave writes, Hi there. I really enjoyed your site. I found an article on why grammar, capitalized, is still so important and thought you might want to share it with your readers. <laughs> to me, grammar is especially important during 2020 since we <laughs> cannot meet people face-to-face -face and our online profiles is a reflection of ourselves, comma, bad grammar will leave a bad impression. <laughs> Here's the article I mentioned. Wow. Dave provides the URL. You might find it a good fit for your page here. He suggests that we attach it to our uh, episode summary for episode six of Being Jim Davis. You should add the report to your page, comma, I think it will be very helpful for your readers. Smile emoticon. Best, Dave. Now, John, as you know, we read every email we receive, but we can't respond to everyone who writes in. Obviously, though, I'm going to reply to Dave from SafeNet Experts. Yeah, obviously. Um, um, which so, which episode mm -hmm. was episode six? What what happened there? I don't know. It was the first Saturday. Hmm. Uh, it's prob yeah, that, pr yeah, probably that, it was. That tracks. Probably it was grammar related. <laughs> Uh, okay. Yeah, I'd had to have to go back and check. Yeah. Okay. We're not going to do that. Who even knows yeah. when that one was? You know. Yeah. We. There's no yeah. way of knowing. Yeah. Um. Uh. I. I also did go to. You, you can't be too. Can't be too careful. Mm -hmm. In. Um. On the. On the internet, oh. John. Yeah. So I did. And look, I trust our listeners. But I, this is the first time I'm writing to listening, Dave. Mm -hmm. I did check out SafeNetExperts.com. Um, mm -hmm. SafeNet experts, online security experts. Looks like they're still working on putting their website together. Um, <laughs> and so, you know, I get it. They take internet yeah. safety very seriously. They're not going to make everything go live until they're ready. But they do have a place you can type in your email address to get notified. It says, we're working hard to improve our website and will and we'll ready to launch after. And you can put your email in there and get notified. Cool. Um Anyway, I wrote back to Dave. Hello, Dave. Thank you for your email. <laughs> we appreciate your thoughts on our website and on how good grammar is still so important during 2020. As a Daily Garfield recap podcast, correct grammar and language is deeply important to us, so we couldn't agree more. The article you share is great. Unfortunately... Our podcast is an audio medium, and many of our listeners are functionally illiterate. <laughs> Sad but true. Would you or one of your respected associates at www.safenetexperts.com be available to join us on air for a discussion about this vital subject? Mm. We look forward to hearing from you. Mm. Best regards, Jim Davis. Uh-huh. Ha haven't heard back yet. Oh, yeah. You know, I'm, I'm hopeful that we will, we will hear from Listening Dave at SafeNet Experts. And we'll be able to set up a, an interview on air. I know listeners have wanted to hear from Listen and Dave for years. Mm -hmm. 
very exciting. And that's the end of that segment and the end of today's episode, which yeah. is over. Thank you for listening and Thank good night. Thank you and good night. podcast was brought to you by the pitch drop podcast network like what you just heard support the show by going to patreon.com forward slash pitch drop and while you're at it check out pitchdrop.net for more of this and other shows